Hey, good morning. Absolutely fantastic to be with you this morning. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited. It's Sunday and uh, encouraged to bring you the Word of God today. And I really want to stir your faith today because I really believe this is the greatest time we could ever be alive. And I want to follow on from last week's very brief message. I want to say hello, everybody, wherever you're from in the world right now. Welcome to our online message today. And uh, I really believe that God's going to challenge you and stir your faith today. So get ready for the Word of God, okay? Let's pray before we go. In fact, someone right now, you're watching this, you've got pain in your body. I cancel that pain right now in the name of Jesus. In fact, I speak a miracle over your body. Someone with back pain right now, and you're sitting there thinking, how can I handle it? Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command that pain to get off, and I see complete and just total focus right there as the Word of God sets you free today in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you right now for the power of the Word of God. We thank you right now that you came to set the captives free. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for us. You rose again. And we live in the freedom of the victory that Christ won for us today. Whatever circumstances we're in, be it lockdown or whatever we're faced with right now, we are free in Christ. And Lord, we give you praise for that right now. Thank you that you are our healer, our deliverer, and you are our victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys, I want to really encourage you today with the words of Caleb. And uh, Caleb said this, we are well able. And I just want to declare to you today, we're well able. And I want to title my message today, the best is yet to come. And uh, I really believe, friends, we've got to lift up our eyes and we've got to, like Caleb, we've got to say, hey, I'm going to get fired up. See, Caleb didn't lose his fire. He kept the fire through every circumstance. When everybody else said it can never happen, when everybody else said it's too tough now, it's over, we've lost our opportunity, Caleb said we can still achieve God's plan and God's purpose in our life. And I really believe today that we are still able. Forty years later, he stood on the banks of his promise and he said, we are still able and I don't know about you, but I really believe that God still has a plan for it. Even though it didn't work out the first time, can I say to somebody today that you are still able? Even though it failed the first time, even though uh, COVID came along and messed up your plans, you are still able. And I want to really encourage you. In, in Numbers 13.30, here it is. Caleb, had, Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. I love that. Uh, Paul wrote something incredibly awesome to the Philippians in Philippians chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. He said, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret, okay, the secret. We're not talking about the secret that they put a video out on a while ago. We're talking about the secret of God's credible word in your life, the promises of God ignited in your spirit, okay? I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Now, that's a tough call when you're in lockdown, but that's what Paul wrote to the Philippians. He said, whatever you're going through, learn to be content in it and learn how to live through it so that the best is yet to come. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether lying, living in plenty, sorry, or in want, I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. Let's say that one more time. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. 
I absolutely love it. I love it. I love the Word of God. So I want to give you some keys. I want to give you six keys today that I believe will ignite you to live your best life yet. And I really believe this has worked in my world and I think it'll work in your world if you apply the Word of God and apply prayer to it, okay? So my first point is, and I want you to take notes today and get this down, decide to live every day with expectation. Decide to live every day with expectation. And I think it's very easy to just drift through life. It's easy to say, oh, well, that's just the way it is. It's easy to sit back and say, well, I don't know whether it can ever work out now. This has been too discouraging for me. But I want to tell you right now, you've got to make a decision to rise up and the best is yet to come. And I really believe for somebody here right now, the last chapter hasn't been written yet. You may have messed up the last chapter, but let's rewrite it. Let's rewrite it. Let's rescribe what God's promises in our life right now, okay? And I really believe that's for you today. Uh, I remember reading about a guy, Norman Vincent Peale. He was a great author. And somebody said to him one day, which were the, he was 80 years old, celebrating his 80th birthday. And they said to him, which were the best 10 years of your life, Norman? And he said this, he said, I haven't lived them yet. And I love that statement. That's at 80 years of age. I haven't lived them yet. I wonder what God's got in store for you. And I wonder if we just keep our eyes on the promise, keep our eyes on the Word of God and keep our eyes into God's destined, destined promise for us. He's already recorded it for your life right now, okay? Philippians chapter 12 and verse 3. I love what it says here. Uh, it says, Not that I have already attained or am already made perfect, but I press on. So there's something in us that needs to press beyond where we are right now. There's got to be something in us that we can stir up. And listen, he says this, that I may take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has already taken hold of for me. Now, I really believe that we've got to press in to take a hold of that. And I don't believe it just happens. I think there's got to be something that you stir up within yourself, okay? Romans chapter 12. Uh, talks about love and action. It talks about having love that's in action in your life. It says love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal. That's passion. And, uh, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, and share with the Lord's people who are in need in other words, practice hospitality. That's a great way to live your best life in this season we're in right now. My second point is reinvent yourself. I think sometimes when you go through a season like we've been through, you've got to take stock of your own life. You've got to look at your life. You've got to decide now what hasn't worked, what is working, what do I need to adjust right now for this next season? Because I do believe that the best is seriously right around the corner for you. And we've got to have faith in that for ourselves right now. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says this, Be not conformed to the thinking or the mindset of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now I want to tell you right now, Paul said we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but never in despair. And once again, going back to Caleb, it doesn't say because Caleb had a different upbringing that he was able to possess the promises. 
It doesn't say, hey, he had it easy. Everything worked out for him. No, it says that Caleb had a different spirit. And I want to challenge you today, friend, we need to stir our spirit with the word of God and let that get alive inside of us. Numbers 14, 24. But my servant Caleb has a different spirit and has followed me truly and has followed me truly through all the tough times. Caleb kept going. He kept his eyes on the goal. He kept looking up. I'll drink to that. And friend, I really believe today that if we can keep our eyes on what God's got for us, there's no telling that what God has in store right around the corner if you'll just push through, okay? My third point today is there's more. There's more. And there always is more. And uh, sometimes it's very easy to look at lack and to look at disappointment and say, well, this is it. And, and you can, if, you don't, if you're not careful, you start getting a limited mindset and you start limiting the awesomeness of God in your spirit and in your life, okay? But I, I love this because um, you can't get stuck on base camp. Sir Edmund Hillary, I pride myself in the fact that I was born in 1953 the same year that Edmund Hillary conquered Everest. And I want to tell you right now, he didn't stay at base camp. Base camp's a bit of a comfort zone. Base camp is a place where if you're not careful, you take a break or you take a rest, but you don't step out again. The toughest is usually in front of bus base camp. And sometimes you've got to push yourself a bit. So take a breath right where you are and get ready to step up and go for the summit, friend. God's got a summit for you. God's got a goal for you. God's got the best as yet to come. I love it because it was Roger's, Roger Bannister who first broke the four-minute mile. He broke the record for the first minute mile, four-minute mile. Now, the reality is that... Um, Everybody said it couldn't be done. For years, they said it could never be done. Then one day, Roger Bannister broke that record. And it's interesting to me, within a couple of months, five other people were able to smash that record. Do you know that by leaving the summit and, and like achieving your goal or breaking through and being a record breaker for God, that you bring a whole lot of people with you and you give people courage to step up and keep going and break through. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 says this. It says, We are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. And I love that. Because at base camp, you have to dump off all the heavy stuff. You get rid of the stuff that's not necessary for the climb. And you prepare yourself and you lighten your load. I want to tell you, you get rid of stuff. You get rid of your anxiety. You get rid of your fear. You get rid of the, the stuff that's been holding you back. You get rid of the unforgiveness sometimes. And you get ready to go for what God's got for your life. In Psalm 78 and verse 41, it says, They limited the Holy One of Israel because they did not remember the power his power, sorry, and the day He redeemed them from the enemy. Do you know that right now, if we'll just make a decision, we will not limit God, but we're going to push on from where we are right now and take a hold of the promises of God. Number four, stay hungry, or better still, create an appetite. And uh, create an appetite. You know, an appetite doesn't just happen. Um, I've been fasting lately, and uh, it's amazing on the first few days of that fast, you have an incredible appetite because you're not eating and still working, still going at the same pace. And I notice this, that if you'll put energy in, 
you create an appetite. It's a natural process of the body and a natural process of life. And it's the same thing. If you want to do stuff like step out in faith, that's all about stepping out in faith. Creating an appetite is all right. Taking a step of faith. And when you take that step of faith, you stir up energy and it creates an appetite. And the, the Bible says this, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew 5, 6. And I, I really believe today that as we stir up an appetite for the supernatural, pray for people, look for opportunities to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. God wants to fill you afresh with the Holy Spirit so that you're operating in the gifts of the power of God in this season, okay? And I really believe in 2 Corinthians 4.16, it says, Therefore we do not lose heart. So right now in this season, feel the heart, be the heart. We don't lose heart. Though our outward man is perishing, yet our inward man is being renewed day by day because we stir up an appetite. We get hungry for the Word of God. We get hungry for another step of faith. We get hungry to see someone else come to Christ. And I really believe this is our time and this is our day, friend, in Jesus' name, okay? Number five, be resistant. And I believe that, you know, you need to develop a resistancy in your body. And uh, sometimes that's why going to the gym is good as you can tell, and uh, you build up resistance in your body. You build up resistance. Anything you want to do in life, that's what base camp's about, really. You build up a resistance to the cold, to the, to the icy temperatures. And sometimes we need to prepare ourselves to get into the temperature of the Holy Spirit, prepare ourselves to move into the heat of the battle. I think sometimes we're timid and we step away from things when they get a little bit it gets a little bit rugged, but I believe the Bible tells us to be resistant. Resist the devil and he will flee from you, James, Paul said, in, or it was James actually in James chapter 4, verse 7. He said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But we've got to build that resistance up. It doesn't just happen. You don't just wait for it to happen. You know, the Bible tells me that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. One of the reasons Jesus died on Calvary and rose again from the dead was to conquer the accuser. So the accuser could never pull you back again, disappoint you, stop you, but we can rise up because we've got God on our side, okay? Once again, 2 Corinthians 4, 6, Therefore do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Oh, I tell you, even though things are not looking good around you, we do not lose heart. I wish I could tell you that it gets a lot better, friend, but the truth is, usually it doesn't. Things can get a lot tougher, and they may do yet, but I'll tell you one thing, when you're going through tough times, you get better. You get stronger. That's the resistance that we build, and I really believe God's for you on that today. And finally, my last point today is be infectious. Be infectious. And I really believe we've got to build up an infectious attitude, an infectious spirit. Uh, God said about his servant Caleb that he has a different spirit, a different spirit. It's easy to fall into the, the rut. You know, I did a bit of four-wheel driving at one stage of our lives, and uh, I remember doing some four-wheel uh, driving in, the, uh, in uh, South Australia, actually, right down in the South Australia in the cold there, and we were going up into a mountain track, and uh, I remember there was these big ruts in the ground, and there was a signpost just before you started. And it said, be very careful which rut you choose because you're going to be in it for the next 20 kilometers. 
and it made you very careful because some of those ruts get so deep, you can drown yourself, you can lose traction in them. And I think sometimes being infectious is about making a choice on your pathway. It's choosing how to live. It's choosing what's going to come out of my mouth. It's choosing what's going to come out of my spirit. Very easy if you're not careful just to go with the flow and let everything, you know, it's a little bit like COVID's out there right now and uh, people are fearful, of course, of that, that infection getting them. But I think sometimes let's build our immunity. You see, let's be infection with something far more powerful, the power of your, a great immune system, the power of an anointing on your life. Let's build ourselves up in our most holy faith, okay? And let's be infection. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, it says that you are the salt of the earth. How infectious is that? You know, most of us love a bit of salt on our steak and, and right now I'm looking forward to another bit of steak. Haven't had any for about 30 days and uh, looking forward to a nice steak. And I'll tell you, it'll have some salt on it and the salt seems to bring out the flavor. And the Bible says that we are the salt of the earth. In other words, you, my friend, need to get salty get infectious with the presence of God on your life so that it literally overflows out of your spirit. See, Jesus, they said of Jesus, no man ever spake like this man. That's what they said of him. In other words, the overflow out of Christ's life was consistently contagious. I want to be contagious with my atmosphere, my attitude, my personality, my... my uh, the, the crea what I create in people's lives. If I can stir up faith, if I can stir up hope, if I can stir up something that would say, hey, let's go again. Let's go the extra mile maybe. Maybe you went one mile and it was tough, but let's go the extra mile and see what God's got for us there. So you are the salt of the earth. That means we bring an contagious, an incredible, infectious presence of God wherever we shall. So be careful how you live. Someone is always watching you. Be careful how you speak. Someone is always listening to you. And I want to tell you right now, if we can allow everything that comes out of us to be incredibly infectious and powerful in God. And uh, one of the ways to do that is learn how to bounce. Learn how to bounce. We were just talking about it with a group of guys this morning that a lot of you get flat in seasons like this. And sometimes the best way is to pump yourself up with the Holy Spirit. You know, you can get pumped up on a lot of things, but you get pumped up on the Holy Spirit and you become an incredibly living, alive, powerful person that says, hey, the best is yet to come. And that's why I'm here. Joseph in the middle of a prison, hey, the best is yet to come, guys. Come on. God's going to change the name. God's going to, there is a famine. Yeah, there is a, 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 a infectious disease, COVID around. But hey, God's got a greater plan and he's got it here for you right now. And I just want to finish with prayer today. And I want to say one of the great, uh, one of the great keys in living a best is yet to come life is here it is here. Proverbs 4, 30, 23, I'll finish with this. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of the heart flow the issues of life. Everything I've talked about today flows out of your heart. It doesn't flow out of your head. In fact, if you're living a head life, you're going to miss out. But if you're living a heart life, you're going to make a difference. I want to tell you right now. And people will catch what you've got on your life. Hey, listen, I love you. And uh, incidentally, that, that forgiving involves getting rid of offense out of your life. Just sense right now someone on here, you've been carrying offense too long. 
and it's making you sick. It's making your your system, your... See, I re- even believe if we want to talk about a, a, a body that's um, resistant to attack and healthy and living victory, you've got to get rid of offense. You can't carry stuff in your spirit because it affects your body. And I believe Jesus came, set the captive free. Why don't you forgive and let go today, let go of that offense and rise up, pump yourself up in the Word of God and the Holy Spirit in prayer. Join with us on Monday night. We will be praying. And I want to tell you, there's something that comes out of that that just releases your life into an incredible place of victory. Let me pray for you right now. Father, I thank you for every single person online today. Maybe you've been watching today and your life's not right with God. Maybe you're away from God. Maybe you just tuned in, but you've been living a life that's very distant from the love of God and the forgiveness of God. Well, maybe today is your opportunity, friend, to say, I'm sick of living in the cold. I want to get close to the heart of God and I want to experience life right now. I've been afraid. I've been fearful. I don't know what the future holds. Well, can I tell you today, there is one who holds the future and I would sooner trust him than trust the future that we're looking at today. I want to trust the one who holds the future because I know he has me in mind. If that's you, friend, right now, put your hand on your heart and just say, Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart today. I want you to be my Lord and my Savior. I want to put my trust in you today and I want to walk with you. In Jesus' name, I receive you now. Amen. And just follow the prompts at the bottom of the screen, friend, where you can say yes and type that in. Others on here that are watching today that are suffering sickness, disease, and ill Ill health, some that have suffered through loss in this COVID time. You've had friends who have maybe passed away in this time. I know I heard of a young young girl this week who's um, in hospital right now suffering some real blood disorders and heart conditions, just a young 21-year-old girl, another young man, 19, who's just had an accident. I pray for them both, Casey and Jack. I pray for them both today and speak a miracle over your lives in Jesus' name. I pray that the power of the resurrected Christ would invade your room right now and bring hope to you in Jesus' name. I pray for others online right now. If you're sick, stand to your feet right now, if you can. If you're feeling lost right now, the sadness of grief of a lost loved one, someone maybe you couldn't attend their bedside in their, in their last moments. And I want to pray for you today. And I want to believe God because those are incredibly emotionally draining and breaking things. But I speak the peace of God and the love of God would surround you today and that His presence would bring peace into your world in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, I thank you for people standing with pain in their bodies, with someone with a shoulder injury right now standing. I speak a miracle over your shoulder in Jesus' name. And I command pain to leave you right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak health and energy. I speak wellness to you today. In the name of Jesus, I declare the word of God be activated in your world right now in Jesus' name. And now as we close, may the peace and the love of God go with you throughout this next week and cause you to rise up in faith and live your best life in God's plan for your world right now. I love you. God bless you. Have an absolutely fantastic week. See you on Monday night at the prayer meeting. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.